A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When Mary, his mother, was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Feast of St. Joseph. The thing that struck me most today as I was reading the gospel was the fact that as, as the events of history are unfolding before him, Joseph at first interprets them wrongly. He notices that Mary's pregnant and, and decides to divorce her quietly. He wants to move away from her. And there could be lots of reasons for that. Perhaps he wants to move away from her because he's a righteous man and he knows that it's wrong for her to be pregnant before they get married. Perhaps he moves away from her because he knows that it is the Holy Spirit that has conceived this child within her. And out of a sense of wonder and awe and fear of the Lord, he, he wants to distance himself. But the good news that's proclaimed in the life of St. Joseph is our Lord is relentless in keeping him on track. That as he starts to move away from her, the Lord interferes, intervenes and sends an angel to him to declare to him, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. It's going to be okay. And the Lord moves St. Joseph back as if to say, I'm taking care of this. I know what I'm doing. Don't be afraid. This is all part of my plan for you. And St. Joseph in his fidelity marries this young girl and becomes the guardian and protector of our Redeemer. It's a great example that he gives to us because many of us may be also experiencing fear at this time and 
and wondering what is our Lord doing and feeling our Lord's absence. We also may be experiencing some fear in the fact that our schools are closed and our churches aren't celebrating public masses and crowds are limited to 10 or less people and that all means that this is very serious. And what are those fears that we're carrying in our hearts? Because it is a strange time. And the best word we might have to describe it is it's a strange time. I'd imagine St. Joseph also felt like this is a strange time. And yet our Lord continues to move and and our Lord does for us what he did for St. Joseph, saying, don't be afraid. I will be with you always, even to the end of the world. I will be with you always. Don't be afraid. And one of the lessons that we might learn from St. Joseph is that it's okay to name those fears. Some of us might be very worried for the people that we love, especially those who are older that we love, our parents, our grandparents, that they stay safe. from this virus that we know very little about. We might be filled with anxiety that we're staying home from our jobs. We might be worried about how we're going to get everything done and and those fears can cause us to move away from our Lord or even to move away from each other. And yet our Lord calls us back to the people that are most important to us. Our Lord calls us back to stay close together as a family. Our Lord desires to place in our heart the confidence that he knows what he's doing in this place and this time and that there's something that he has planned for us. And if we can name some of those fears, we can respond to them. It might mean simply reaching out to those people that we're most worried about and writing them a note or writing them a letter, sending them a message just to say, I'm holding you in my heart. And I pray that you're staying safe. And reassuring them that they're not alone. 
that they very much live in our hearts each day. In many places in scripture, it talks about the Blessed Virgin Mary pondering these things in her heart. And she always held our Lord in her heart. And I'd imagine that our patron, St. Joseph, that we celebrate today, also held all these things in his heart, this mystery of what our Lord did in his life in a time of great uncertainty. What our Lord called him to in this time of great uncertainty. And so we also carry certain people in our hearts. And a very simple thing that we can do today is to reach out to those people in love. To write them a short note and send it in the mail so that they can receive it as a constant reminder and place it somewhere as as proof that they're not alone. to start to make more phone calls to our friends and to our family in order to stay connected. To learn to spend intentional time in prayer together as a family. Also recognizing and giving voice to the fact that we miss Jesus and allowing that that desire and and that longing in our heart to to truly impact us because as we miss someone our desire grows ever more to draw closer to them and to be reunited with them in great joy. How much joy did did Mary have even when Joseph agreed to marry her and then decided to divorce her and then he showed back up again saying, okay, I'm here. I'll be with you. I'll protect you. I'll walk with you. Even to the ends of the earth, I'll walk with you. And so today, let us pray that as we recognize the people that our Lord is placing on our hearts, as we recognize our own worries, our anxieties, our fears, that we also recognize our Lord inviting us ever closer to him. And that we respond to those worries, anxieties, and fears in love by reaching out and connecting to those people who mean so much to us in our lives. And we pray again this prayer of spiritual communion, giving voice to the desire in our heart to draw ever closer to Christ. 
Lord Jesus Christ, although I cannot now receive you in the most holy sacrament of the altar, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever. You in me and I in thee, in time and in eternity. Amen.